EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hey you, thanks for listening. Friday the 19th of February, here is your latest EV podcast brought to you directly from EV Comply. So let's start with this. The new trend, as we all know, is the rise of high-powered charge points. In 2020, 16% of EV drivers did use ultra-rapid chargers. Now, that's up 3% from the year before. Now, over the past 12 months, there has been an increase in the rollout of these charge points. There are now 788 ultra-rapid chargers across the country. That's up from 476 at the end of 2019. These charge points cut the average charge time compared to a standard 50 kilowatt rapid charger by half. Now, Dr. Ben Lane, co-founder and chief technical officer at ZapMap, has said this new report comes at a crucial time for the EV market. One of the clear conclusions is the importance of having a robust and reliable charging network. The full reports can be read in detail on ZapMap's website. Big news for Apple this week as they announced their self-driving car team has lost one of its longest-serving leaders, a potential setback in their efforts to compete in the auto industry. Benjamin Lyon helped from Apple's original electric car team in 2014. He remained on the team through its various reboots over the past several years, and most recently he led a self-driving car sensor team, reporting directly to Doug Field, Apple's vice president in charge of the car project. Lyon is leaving to join space and satellite startup Astra as chief engineer. He says Astra presents a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to apply my experience, design and to manufacture beautiful products to ignite a new wave of innovation in the space industry. We wish him luck and I think it goes to show that the sky's the limit. Aptera has closed its 4 million funding round and it reached 250 million in orders. The startup already has more than 7,000 orders for its cars, totaling 250 million in sales without a single EV delivered so far. Now it may not be as many as the reservations received for let's say the Tesla with the Model 3 or the Cybertruck, but still it is worth remembering that Eptera is a two-seater trike, basically, with a much narrower audience, so to gain that amount of interest is good going. Excitingly, the UK may get a second battery gigafactory to replace Coventry Airport. The Coventry City Council and Coventry Airport want to raise two billion to make it happen. After securing its first battery manufacturing facility, which will be built by British Vault for 2.6 billion in Northumberland, the United Kingdom is close to setting up the creation of another, this time in Coventry. It will be a collaborative effort by the council and the local airport. The UK government has made 500 million in funding available for such a project and the parties interested in creating the Coventry Gigafactory will want to secure it. If the project does commence, it is expected to provide 4,000 jobs and it is hoped that it will become operational by 2025. Also this week, Volta Trucks has announced that batteries for its upcoming Volta Zero electric trucks will be supplied by Proterra. The Volta Zero is promised to offer a real-world range of 124 miles per charge, which is expected to be more than enough for the most inner-city logistics and distribution vehicles. Volta Trucks hints at liquid thermal conditioning and longevity of over 4,000 recharge cycles over 10 years. 
A little bit of EV gossip now for you. So Elon Musk, he has made it no secret that he's aware Bill Gates doesn't like him, nor does he seem to overly support him. Now, Musk receives criticism from many, including the likes of Microsoft founder. But recently, Bill Gates has pointed out the positive impact Tesla is making to combat climate change. I'm not sure they're going to be going for a pint anytime soon, but it is a move in the right direction. So this is going to be a fun EV to own, the Microlino. It's a small two-seater electric car that will travel 125 miles on a full charge. The average car only contains one to two drivers, and normally we do less than 20 miles per day. So this is perfect for just darting around. It's got space for two adults and really whatever you may need to carry. Micro specifically states two adults and three beer crates will fit in comfortably. What more do you need? Now, production will start this year following the success of a second prototype model. It has a front opening door that allows you to drive forward into a space and then exit straight onto the pavement, which is pretty cool. It's also able to recharge in just four hours on a normal home socket, that is. And the Microlino will be available with two battery sizes, one that will do 78 miles on full charge and another that will range to about 125 miles on a full charge. Its top speed is 56 miles per hour and it'll cost you £10,500. Here's a bit of good news. New figures released by the SMMT for January 2021 has shown that it's been another bumper month for EV sales. Overall, 13.7% of all new UK car sales in January had a plug-in, and that's up from 5.9% in January last year. And finally, here's your car brand roundup. Ferrari says that the company will offer its first all-electric car this decade. This is exciting developments for supercar fans, but Ferrari is still focusing on hybrids for now. Yamaha has filed a new trademark for an electric scooter. They applied for the EO1 trademark earlier this month, so it appears that Yamaha may actually be planning to bring the EO1 electric scooter to production. Ford has announced a doubling of its investment in the electrified vehicles to $22 billion through to 2025 and an increase in its total investment in automated driving to $7 billion from $4 billion. Now, the Match-E is Ford's first purpose-built electric car, but Ford has already announced two other fully electric vehicles. We can expect the e-Transit van, which will be launched later this year, and Ford is planning an electric version of the F-150 for 2022. Audi CEO Mark Duesman believes that the EVs are the future of the four rings, and this might mean the revival of the R8 e-tron or a vehicle like it. So watch this space. Mercedes-Benz has announced a new, more attractive base model and a new sports version of its EQC electric SUV for Europe. That's going to be in dealer showrooms in May. Skoda has announced a new sporty Enyaq Sportline IV for those looking for a sporty appearance and dynamic driving. And Jaguar Land Rover has announced a new global strategy called Reimagine, and it involves a serious acceleration of the electrification of all its brands, including Jaguar going all-electric by 2025 and Land Rover following with mostly electric vehicles after that. You're now up to date with this week's EV news. Remember, you can catch this and all future podcasts directly on our website. That's ev-comply.com. And if you'd like to submit a story or get in touch, please do via our website. Have a fantastic weekend and we'll be back with you next week.